everyone hi welcome i'm a little late sorry i had like the hiccups and i had a really hard time getting rid of them hi everybody um it's tuesday because oh right it's tuesday because last night the tell-all was two hours long the family chantel was then after so i didn't want to go live while everyone was watching the family chantel i don't want anyone to have to choose you know off the family Chantel and we didn't have to go live at like 11 or 12 at night which is better hello Tina how are you hello Kara hi how are you how are you I'm good I'm good I'm good I took I had the hiccups I couldn't get rid of them and I'm like what do I do now so I just drank a whole bunch of water so I think I'm good dark I think Everything. they went away so good. I don't know why I'm getting the hiccups like I'm I'm growing Right, like I don't know, I'm that's weird, but so Girl, right, like we'll get hiccups. <laughs> right, I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. So, the tell-all last night surprisingly was two hours because yeah. we have been getting one hour, um, the other way. The first part of it, part one, was one hour. So, if in case anyone was wondering, that's why we didn't go live last night because you were watching the tell-all and then the family chantel right after. And then none of, it didn't go off until 11, so we didn't want to keep everybody up late, but we still want to talk about it. So we're going to try to conquer everything tonight, tonight, yes. in this live. So there's a lot. Hello, Carlo. Or no, hello, Carol Daniels. Hello, Robin. Welcome, everyone. Thanks Hi, everyone. for joining us. So um, the tell-all started off, I want to go to this first, because this was really interesting. Remember, I, I was talking last week, and I said I didn't think Kirsten was a cheater. Yeah. So we heard the conversation that Julio, I want to call him Julio, that Julio recorded after she was interacting with this guy. And there's a, there's layers to this because we heard her call the guy. Um, and so I want I have a lot of questions. So she refers to him as Poppy, which yeah. how do you feel about that term? Because uh -huh. I know guys refer to women as mommy mammy and then girl or girls will refer to a guy as poppy that's that's not like a friendly term because that's that's what i was feeling the the tone was last night people were saying that's not a friendly term that's something a little more right yeah see i don't know i i don't know where this guy is from i don't know if that's a cultural thing i i don't know i it i my body my heart my soul my mind everything wants to say Kristen didn't cheat Kirsten didn't cheat Kirsten however you say it Kirsten Kirsten so you but didn't think she cheated at first okay when I heard I don't I kind of I don't know though my best friend's a guy I sent him pictures of of clothes I'm gonna wear or whatever and nothing mm -hmm. has ever, never would it happen he's more like a little brother to me right and I just I want to side with her on that, especially after we find out that Julio's new girlfriend was obtained while he's in a relationship with her. With her, right. Yeah. So in Kirsten's mind, she feels that he's using this guy as an excuse. That's why he was like, because he met someone else who he's still currently with, by the way, which yeah. is kind of serious because this is over a year. So it's very yeah. serious. So I want to talk about how they met. So he was DJing a wedding and he met her there and they- We said that in the beginning. You and I both said it. I think Didi said it too. 
that if he's out DJing, he is he's with more than just her. Well, yeah, all, all the way in another country. Yeah. You're out DJing and, you know, a wedding. And I think Sarper was saying it too. Like when you do these weddings, you do bachelor parties and stuff, it's not difficult right. to, um, to be involved with someone else. So I don't know, because Julio said that he really does feel that she's trying to make him out to be the bad guy. And he really wants to just get the truth out there. And the fact that she went and deleted the video out of the phone and then when they asked her about it she kind of lied about it at first and yeah. i don't know it was it was just I feel, like, I feel like she cheated i feel like i feel like she cheated first and that kind of gave him the green light to not give a shit and that's why yeah he ended up with someone else well so, that's how i feel I on, too yeah i do I feel i do feel like the way that he treated her on that call was the aftermath of something that have to do with her and this guy. And I did, also didn't like when she called him, um, instead of just like talking to him normal, she was like, so you know my um, ex Julio, right? Yeah. He thinks, and I felt like that was setting him up. Yes. Like, hey, you're on speaker or hey, like, you know, when I call some of my friends and they, or they call me and I'm in the car and there's other people in the car, I set it up. Like, yeah. hey, this is me, this person, so-and-so, don't say anything crazy. Like, every, right. you know, then I felt like that was her setting it up. And she was really she totally, weird. Like, she's like. She totally called that guy ahead of time and said, look, we're going to air this. If I call you and I say this, you need to respond with no, 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 no. Yeah. And then the way the guy referred to Julio as that guy. Yeah. That that struck me as strange, too, because if there's no issue between um, her dating this guy or her being in a relationship with this guy, it's not anymore. But if there's no issue, why are you referring to him like, well, I don't know about that guy. That's something that a guy would say who's a little threatened, right? Yeah. Like saying, not saying someone's name, I feel like is a, a version of being threatened by something. Right. And I don't know. I just, when she called him and I hate to agree with Tim, but Tim was like, just hang up. Like yeah. he's definitely going to say exactly what he was coached to say. Julio and, said that too. He said, she can hang up. I've heard what I, we've already heard it, but she she all but admitted guilt by deleting deleting Delete. his stuff. Yeah, That's off of his phone. She went yeah. on his phone and deleted because at first I was confused at the story and I was like, so wait, did did she have a video with him on her phone? No, she went and got this man's phone and yeah. deleted the information off of it like she was hiding something. That is so guilty. I'm sorry. That is just so guilty. Yeah. And even she said it because he was like, don't you admit that you were talking to him and you felt guilty? That's why you deleted it. And she's like, well, yeah, she yeah. admitted it. And I'm just like, this is wild because I never thought that she was. And I think Julio said this on the show last night. He was like, everyone thought that she was an angel and I was the bad guy. And he was like, it's nice to get a little bit of redemption, right? Like, it's nice That's for people to hear what really happened rather than everybody just call me every name that they can come up with and say, I'm just this evil cheating person. And it's like, I definitely understand that because there's a lot of situations where people leave a relationship where there's like a divorce and they can't talk about it until everything is finalized. And then right. they end up looking, getting dragged in the media, getting dragged in the news for being a horrible person. And then when that, that divorce finally becomes public and you can hear what happened, that person is actually the innocent party. Right. And I feel like that's probably what happened with Julio in this relationship. And I felt like this tell all, he finally got to say, look, yeah, 
I was cold to her on that call, but you don't know what transpired between her and this guy beforehand. And then she went out of her way to go and delete things off of my phone so I couldn't prove it. That's yep. crazy to me. Yep, and I had, I mean, you couldn't help but have respect for the guy when he said, there are things that happened that I didn't want to throw her under the bus for. I didn't want to make it public. That says a lot about his character. That by itself. Well, yeah, because if I had information that redeemed my name, I'm going to be like every man for himself. Right. Like, I'm going to go and I'm going to be like, look, let me explain to you what happened. This is my side. He actually was trying to protect her in the situation when she was out there. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to call it because I want to say she, well, like you said, are we 100% sure she cheated or do you think this was just a super inappropriate relationship between the two of them. I mean, I listening to it at, at first, I was like, okay, it's just a guy friend trying to look at it devil's advocate because like I said, yeah. I, my best friend's a guy. And my best friend's a girl. So yeah, I understand it too. Oh, and Tina brought up, Tina brought up that Julio brought his, um, Kirsten brought Julio's mom into it. She was yeah. like, even your mom said you're not a trustworthy person. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Why is his mom being brought into this? Because yeah. context is everything. What did she say prior to that statement, right? People are always loving to take things out of context because we don't know what the nature of that conversation he, was. He did say that on an episode, though, when he was announcing to her or telling his parents that he was moving, telling his mom and his family that he was moving, his mom did say he doesn't ever tell the truth. And we were all kind of like, what? That but I want to I go back to the friend thing. Like I said, my best friend's a guy, but I, I would never call him pappy or daddy or anything like that. I call him by his actual name because that's his name. I so. mean, giving your best friend a pet name that a lot of women use as a, a, a term of endearment for the man that they're intimate with, it's, right. it's questionable, right? Like it's very questionable. And I do believe men and women can be friends because my yep. best friend is a woman. So I, I believe this. Right. I think that people who are dishonest and are cheat a lot, they don't believe it. But I do believe it. But I do feel like this, this relationship was very inappropriate in the way that she went out of her way to delete evidence. Like yeah. that just said everything to me. Even Danielle was like, I don't know, the fact that she went to, to cover it up. Right. Like that's, I was like, that's like going to the crime scene and cleaning up after also, the fact. Like that's what it was. Can we look at how much, I don't know what the word I'm trying to look for, how much self-control Julio had because he was in what, like the first 10 episodes and then no more after that. We've had 711 episodes after that. <laughs> that he yeah. had to not say anything. Yeah, that's good because. This, yeah, this was good redemption for him he did he was he was getting destroyed online and we know we've seen it we've seen what people have been saying about him and right. he kept quiet he um honored his nda he he let people talk and then he yep. waited for his day to come forward with his redemption and he did and yep. i think that this is the one time that a tell-all changed my mind completely about yep. a situation because i told you last week i was like i don't know Kirsten doesn't seem like to type the cheat. I mean, I, I don't know what's going on with this. And then every fiber in my being, I believe she was doing something shady. All of her actions, everything, her manners, everything on this tell-all showed me that she was doing something shady. I don't and know she, what it was. 
She didn't start getting sappy or teary-eyed until he's, she's attacking him, saying he this, he that, he this, he that. And then as soon as he pulled out the cards, she started the boohoo bullshit. I was like, oh, yeah. girl, your guilt is showing. Because the, the shit's hitting the fan. Now, yeah. when you know screenshots, voice notes, iPhones have ruined the lives of many people, right? Like, yeah. when you, you know the screenshots and the voice notes are coming out, that's, it's over. Yep. You know, there's no recourse. You are now caught, right? The, the the receipts are out. We can see you for who you really are. And it's just that whole situation, I was just really, really, wait, let's talk about keeping her a secret. That wasn't talked about. Wait, oh, you mean like keeping her a secret from your family? Yeah. Well, yeah, that wasn't talked about at the tell-all. You're right. Because he did, um, he didn't really tell his mom that he was, considering moving to the Netherlands either. Not only was she not even aware that he was serious with her, but you're right, Julio's mom didn't know that he was no, planning to move to the Netherlands. So I do want to talk about that a little bit. So what do you, what do you, Julio, I want to hear from you. Why do you think that it was necessary to keep her a secret for as long as you did? He said, because I pulled up the receipts for that too. Oh, okay. So I guess- so Can you join us, Julio, or no? Can you come on or are you still not yet? Cause it's oh, well, there's another tell all to air. So I don't know if he's allowed to go live yet. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he is either, but I thought it would, that he would be able to. Yeah, it would help. But yeah, I think yeah. until next week airs, I don't think they can go live with anyone. Probably. Yeah, yeah. He's got to wait till everything is out there. You can, but come yeah. with us. you can come with us next week, Julio. Yeah. Next week, we would love to talk about it. Like definitely. Yeah. So I want to, um, oh, he says he didn't keep her a secret. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I want to talk about that next week. So let's head over to Mexico City because Kenny and Armando signed that two-year lease. They are living in Mexico City. They didn't buy anything. So it's not a, oh, I offered her twice to meet my family during a relationship. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, that makes it a little different. She made it seem like the family didn't know about her and you weren't trying to tell them. She refused yeah. to meet them and preferred to travel instead. Okay. Okay. All right. I got it. So I want to talk about this um, embryo situation because we know that Armando wants a baby with Kenny. And yeah. I don't know, we, we talked about the milkshake or whatever method. Everything was confusing me, right? And now we find out that it was the woman that they met. Remember this chick? She was like talking about family and how this was so important to her and how she wanted to do this gift. So she ghosted them. Right, she yep. ghosted the clinic after doing that, hugging them and crying together and all that. Like, this is wild. So they they picked the woman, they met her, they had a good vibe about her and she ran off. Remember I was talking about this? I was like, what if the person just runs off? Luckily, she didn't have anything in her uterus at the time yeah. when she ran off. But still, that was still my number one fear. I was like, what if you put all your faith and all your eggs in one basket and then she takes her uterus and runs? That would be yeah. my biggest fear, right? Like, where's right. the kid, right? But they didn't get that far, but they were very far in the process. So now they but have how seven. Scary, how scary does that have to be going forward? Like, well, right, because now you don't know if the next person you choose is also going to take take the money and run. Because I'm assuming that she had some sort of down payment, right? Right. Because they had already. money. Well, so, yeah. Well, well, I mean, I don't know if you get, like, you get some before and then some after delivery, right? No, I mean, she got TLC money for being on the show. Oh, so, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. She got her episode money and everything and then disappeared. 
That's crazy to me. But yeah. okay, so they have seven embryos, and Kenny wants to Im insert. Is it insert or in vitro? Implant. Implant one. Armando wants to implant two. So I was always told you were supposed to implant more than one because it's a possibility that it doesn't work. No, am I wrong? No, you're supposed to. You're supposed to like like if you're freezing your eggs, you want to freeze as many as you can. Okay. So, so that you know, if the first one doesn't work, you've got more. But Kenny's absolutely right. If you put in two, you've got the chance for twins. If you put in three, you've got the chance for triplets. But also with them mixing their sperm, it's possible to have twins with two different dads. Oh man, this is crazy. So this it would be, I mean, it would, I guess if they had twins and one was Armando's and one was Kenny's, that would be the ultimate dream come true for them. Well, yeah, I mean. If they wanted twins. But Kenny, but Kenny, Kenny barely wants, right, he barely wants one. Yeah, and so. Kenny already knows that his sperm works very well because he already had triplets. Triplets, yeah. So, so how do you how do you yeah. think they need to resolve this situation? Because if well Armando looks at it as what if we implant one and it doesn't take and then we don't have a child at all. That's how they that's his it. thought process. Kenny looks at it as we implant two and then we have two kids and now we're in over our head. Yeah. So I I see the the validity in both thought processes. You do one, if it doesn't take, you do it again. If it but I, I think the issue is it costs money each time you do an Im implant, right? It, it's I, I'm sure it does, but they, they're already $74,000 into this. Mm. So it's not $74,000 every single time. Well, right, right. I'm, I'm sure the implanting is probably like three, $4,000 each time, right? Like it can't be probably. too... It can't be too much, but because you know what, we've watched some of the other shows on TLC. People use the turkey baster and called it a day. Yeah, right. Like we, the, the, and it worked. They got yeah. a baby, right? Like it, it legit worked. So it is what it is. So I, I can't imagine they're charging a lot, but seventy four thousand dollars in. Kenny might look at it as any more additional money is too much, right. because you have to actually pay to raise this child after it gets here. Right. Like you're close to a hundred grand before it arrives, and then you. But if that was if that was the case, Kenny'd be like, "Put them all in, and let's hope for the best." No, not all of them. That... Well, you know what I mean. If it was a money thing, like, I mean, so he's they saying, could try one and see how that goes. They could look at it as and implant a few, and then if there is more, you know, bless someone with a child, you know, because there are some there are people who would love to adopt a child. Like, yeah, but it, would be biologically Kenny's or biologically Armando's, and that would be really hard to yeah, be, be doing in, ver in, in vitro. That's true. And then you're like, oh, got too many, so you can go on. You know. I'm yeah, you're right. These are not puppies. Why did I say that? These are well, puppies. Well, I mean, it makes sense, but it would be very difficult. Plus, this woman would have to give birth to two babies, not just yeah. one. Two. So that's wait, you have to pay her double, right? I'm pretty sure for every baby you get. I really they, don't know how that works. Yeah, there's 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 gray areas here because yeah. if she's carrying two babies, I'm assuming you gotta pay her at least twenty, thirty percent more than you were gonna pay her for one, right? right? Because her health is even more at risk carrying two babies than it is for one. Right. So she's putting herself at risk higher. You know, the more kid then the more babies are in, in there, the more risks. Right. that there is so and then probably more 
doctor's appointments, you know, to make sure that both babies are healthy, both babies are growing. There's probably double the money in that process. I just feel like they moved to a new place and having this baby is like their compromise. Like Armando look at it as I'm, I'm giving him the opportunity to move to Mexico City. They signed a two-year lease. Now I should get my end of the bargain. And again, I, I've always said this all season. I don't think you should be bargaining with with lives, human lives. I just don't think it's a it's a compromise. And I think at Kenny's age, it's not gonna be fair to the baby, I guess, because Kenny is sixty. What is sixty three? Sixty one. He said sixty one. So yeah. when that baby is twenty. Kenny will be 81 years old. Well, yeah. not necessarily, because they might not even be pregnant yet. So we'll go into 82 years old. So that the, the child isn't going to be given a lot of years with him. We don't know how, you know, how long he's going to be and here. For me, my mom died when she was 68. My dad died when he was 77. So when I hear having a baby in your 60s, to, that's terrifying to me. Yeah. And both of my parents died of natural causes, so. And that's so young. Yeah, that's, so I just, I worry about the baby. And this, obviously Armando is young, but being young and being old are not always factors in people's life expectancy. You can yeah. be extremely healthy and extremely young and then something can happen and vice versa. So yeah. I, I used to put age and I'm like, oh, they're too old. I'm like, well, no, there are people who have passed away in their thirties from a horrible disease. We right. just recently saw, um, um, Mama June's daughter passed away from cancer. I don't even think she was 30 yet. She was 29. That Right? Like, we can, we got to stop putting age yeah. on health and life expectancy. We, we have to start realizing that life is unpredictable. We don't Absolutely. know what's going to happen. And I think this situation for them is going to really strain their, their marriage. And I, I'm worried about them because I feel like they haven't really went through a lot of stressful stuff. So I don't know how equipped they are to get through this. You know, if there happens to be two babies, I don't know if they're equipped for that to, to get through it. Cause I don't know if, if they're going to be ready to fight and yeah. make that happen. You know, that's a lot. Well, one baby's a lot, right? Mm -hmm. One baby's yeah. a lot. I've heard people say that one baby is enough to test a relationship or, or end a relationship just. Yeah. One. So I think that, this whole situation and it's funny because tim was like oh well i told him that he shouldn't do it oh also isn't it funny that armando was questioning whether or not tim and kenny were hooking up because we've always been questioning tim yep. on that and tim is like stop questioning me i'm so sick of y'all i'm straight yep. and i was like how interesting and then tim's like oh yeah we sleep in the same room and he's always in my room and i'm like you're not helping yeah right i was like you're not helping you don't Literally. want people saying that and you don't want people to make that assumption calling him daddy that's weird i that know so right weird. that is so weird it's it's something to look into because at first i was like well they're obviously not and then armando's like well why are you calling him poppy though like yeah. you know kirsten was calling somebody poppy. what is everybody's use of that word what is up with that that is i don't call people that i don't either so i don't know i'm trying to understand you know what people's is it funny because they were like, oh, it's just funny. I'm like, but is it though? Because It's you obviously not so funny because Armando's questioning me. He's, yeah, because he, Kenny's like, he's not bothered by it. And, and Armando's like, but I am though. I Honestly. am though. Like, I think that it's weird. And I wonder what you two are doing. 
So and if, if if that's the case, he needs to really be more mindful of, you know. And also, I would like to see Armando come to the states. We yeah. never see Armando come and um do the tell-alls and everything. I want to see him come and be in studio. Yeah, for sure. Because I know he's right there in Mexico. It's super easy. I, I'm pretty sure they're well. They're in Mexico City now. They used to be even closer to the the California border when they were in um. Right. Yeah. So I wanted to see him in in studio so he could because Armando was kind of um. He was kind of taken over for Sean last night. He was like yeah. asking the hard questions and confronting people. And I wasn't mad about it. I wasn't yeah. mad. I thought that he he's definitely taken on that role of being more outspoken. And I think Kenny said it. He's like, well, I've created a monster. I told him he needs to be more, you know, independent and outspoken. And now I can't control him. And I was like, that's, yeah. that's what you've done. You know, like you, you, you told him that he could do all this on his own and now he can. Yeah. I think Hannah was school and child care possibly yeah i think we were talking about that before portuguese princess hannah's gonna be a, a very intricate part of this process because at her age she's old enough to help out way more that she's basically a third parent right at that age yeah. and i remember my sister had her first kid when she was like 15 or 16 and i was like nine or ten and i yeah. babysat every day like i was well, changing my, diapers and it's so funny because going back to, you know, my son being a little boy, when I was pregnant, he's like, how old will the baby be when I am eight? How old will the baby be when I am 12? How old will the baby be when I'm 14? And I said, it doesn't matter. You'll be old enough to babysit. <laughs> yeah, and that was exactly. always just a joke. You you're know? old enough to change those diapers and help out. Yeah. You're old enough to be a big brother, right? That's that's ex that's yeah. all you need to know. And I think with Hannah being there, and then you know, childcare too would help because they they move really far away from everybody's family, so they're not going to have family. So it's going to be those three working together, yeah. or it's never going to work out, right? And and I think that they only signed a two year lease, and they were acting like it wasn't permanent. Can't be good for Hannah, right? She's like switching having kids switch schools back and forth and not just like a different district, but like a whole different part of the country. Yeah. I can't imagine what that is for a child. Like when I was in the 10th grade, we moved from Louisiana to Ohio. And then I had to do 11th and 12th in Ohio. It was really hard. I went from being really popular, playing, um, running track, you know, having a lot of friends to knowing literally no one. It was yeah. very, it was hard, you know? So I can't imagine if she had to do it and then go back and, and do it again, there's yeah. that's a lot. So I just, I want them to think really hard about what they're doing, you know? Yeah. It's not just them and their lives that they're they're affecting. Hannah's in this, you know, Armando's family is in this, because if they do have a baby and they're so far away, they're not going to be able to grow close and bond with that baby as much as they want to. Kenny's kids are all the way in Florida. You know, there's so many other people that are affected and they're going to feel left out of yeah. their family because it's like they have this huge extended family but then they're isolated in mexico yeah. city and nobody is well actually i did see kenny's daughter was in mexico city recently did you see the pictures they yeah. were together which i thought when well, she's still pregnant hasn't she been pregnant for a while seems like she's been pregnant for a while pregnant again didn't she just have a boy oh so she's pregnant again that makes sense because i remember her being pregnant a while ago so this yeah, makes sense had a boy. i think they just had a boy not very long ago Wow. I mean, it's good to have them close, right? Like, I, I think so. somebody else said that they were having them so they'll be in the school at the same time. 
they'll be able to look after each other. I think it's a good thing. You have but a boy and a girl. So weird though. I mean, that's so weird that you're gonna be older than your grandpa's kid. Like your grandpa's. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I don't know. There's just so many people that are gonna be affected by it. Yeah, I know. It's it's actually um, it's actually mind blowing because they're making this decision like personal decision and the whole there's people in, in multiple countries that yeah. are being affected by the, the choices that they make and it, it, it just really makes you open your eyes to see like my life it affects so many other people's lives i have to be a little more understanding of what i do and how it affects other people right older than your uncle yeah portuguese princess exactly you're older than your uncle this is yep. some louisiana stuff because i've heard people like call their uncle or whatever or their cousin or uncle and they're older than them it's it's it happens i grew up in louisiana there's there was some weird stuff going on yep. down there so it did happen it's not common though it's weird my best, friend, my best friend's daughter and my best friend's sister are a month apart so they're like so her little sister her mom had a baby and then she had a baby like a month apart so they grew up together like sisters, but they're really aunt and niece. Aunt and niece. Yeah, that's crazy. It's weird. It's weird, and it probably works, right? Like, because I've been watching these shows, and we watch these different types of blends of families, and it works. And we look at it as, y'all are weird, but they look at it as, this is just this how, we, this is, right, this is how we mesh. So my dad has a nephew who's the same age as him. Wow, really? Portuguese princess. See, I my mom had no kids after me um my dad had two kids after me with different women um but one of them i want to say they're like not much older than no he had just had one kid i'm thinking of a step kid no he just had one after me and i think that one is probably like four years three years younger than me yeah that was it and i don't think any of them had any kids that i know of. yeah so, yeah. But wouldn't it be weird if your grandpa had a kid that was younger than you? Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, that's weird. Then I wouldn't know how to, I didn't know, I wouldn't know what to call them. Yeah. Oh, so I want to talk about Sarper teaching everybody how to strip, um, be a stripper or whatever, because it was interesting. I, I liked that he admitted that the stripper in Mexico City was actually a professional stripper and Sarper wasn't. I like that he admitted but that. But he said on the show that he used to be a stripper. But, but then last night he says he's not a professional. Yeah, I caught that too. He was like, obviously he's a professional and I'm not. I'm like, well, you said that you were stripping for seven years. You do something for seven years, I'm gonna consider you a professional. Right. Right? Because right. if you've been doing it for, I don't know, more than a year, you're a professional at it. Exactly. Otherwise, you should be doing something else, yeah. right? Like if you're bad at it, because what we saw him do, he's bad at it. So I'm starting to believe he lies about stuff, like the the 2500 number. Him being, I think that he's a liar, and I think that we might find out some stuff. Because he didn't he say something about I I'm hiding something or whatever in the preview for next week or something along the lines of that, right? Yep. So I think we're gonna catch him in a lie because I think Armando. Armando was my favorite person. This tell-all was like, how do you get to 1,200 people? I think he was the one who called it out. Like, how, do, how does that happen? Yep. What kind of whore do you have to be, right? Yeah. Like, 
how does this work? Are you just like propositioning every person that's alive in, in within 50 feet of you? Like, how does that even work? Yep. I can't but also, I do like how Armando is the one who called Tim out. When Sean asked, have you given your thoughts or your opinion? Tim's like, no, no. And Armando's like, yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. He was like, don't lie. He was like, yeah. you were all up in our business and you had no business being in our business. Don't lie. We're on TV. Tell the truth. I thought that was great. So let's talk about the threesomes that the cast members have had. So, right. okay, who who said yes? Yeah. So it was Tim, Tim and, and Danielle, and was it Kalani? No, I think it was Tanya. Tanya. Okay, yeah. You know what? I think I knew about the Tanya one. Yeah, because it was with a woman. Okay, I think I knew about that. That's from like a single life back in the day, but. Tim said it was him, Veronica, and another 90-day castmate. Yeah, like who? I don't want to, like, start rumors, but we do know that Veronica was on The Single Life recently with Jamal. Yeah. So are we, like, what are we saying here? Because I'm trying to think of any other 90-day castmate that was really close with Tim and Veronica that were, and I'm trying to understand. Does anybody have any idea who they might be talking about because I'm wrecking my brain and I'm thinking like Veronica did date Jamal and Jamal and Kim and Veronica were all together, I, but I don't see that happening. I don't, I don't think it was Jamal, but my brain automatically went to Kenny and then all the shit that was being talked, I was like, is that it? Kenny? Because yeah, that was, and he, well, Tim said he spends a lot of time in my bedroom. That's exactly what he said. And you know, for a minute, a hot second, Tim and Veronica were living together. Yeah. So I don't know when they, I was, it was really, I was really trying to, I was like, who, who is this person? And then Danielle said that it was with a 90 day fiance person too. So her, Johan and someone else. No, and I'm trying, I, uh, well, I don't know, maybe. Well, or what were your thoughts? Where did your mind go? I want to hear it all. I mean, we all, I can't say we all. You and I know who Danielle's dating now. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if that's the cast member. But, but it was three people together, though. Right. So I'm just so wondering. So with Johan? I'm just wondering if the third was someone outside of that and the person that she's with is the 90 Day cast member? Or well, I don't no, know. They said. They said, have you ever had a menage a trois? And then they put their fingers down and then they said it was with another 90 day castmate. So, okay, so my mind went, it was with the person they were with on 90 day yeah. and then an additional cast member. So maybe yeah. I, I overthought it. No, because a menage a trois is a married couple plus someone. So right, that's, so that's where my mind went. I was like, so they were together. Tim and Veronica were together because that's how he, he said it. Because he said it was with Veronica, and then he said it was with a 90-day fiancé cast member. And I'm thinking, who? Who? Right. I, I don't know. I did, I've never seen them, like, linked to anyone outside of the show. Like, I've never seen pictures of three, Tim, Veronica, and somebody else together. So I was really confused. Right. So that just, but if Danielle, I mean, if that's the truth, she literally says that, but then comes at Johan for cheating when she more or less okayed it. So I true, don't know. True, true. I mean, but a lot of people in relationships say 
a three-way is not cheating because everybody was present and everyone right. consented. So right. if they did, she's going to say that was okay. Yeah. Only because everyone was consenting. She knew about the other person. She okayed it. I right. think she's going to look at it like those other women were unapproved. She didn't consent to it. She wasn't included. Like he was sleeping with those women. She wasn't even around. Yeah. So I think that's her. I mean, either way, I, I mean, either way, if you're sleeping with somebody other than your husband or wife, I consider that cheating. Right. Right. I was what, really trying to put the pieces together. Me I too. Just, I was very lost. And I don't, I would love if somebody knows anything or has a theory, let me know. Cause I was like, I know that Veronica was on the single life with Jamal, but we actually saw a scene where Jamal was trying to kick Tim's ass. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's not where we're going with that. So right. I was like, who are we talking about? Somebody put Caesar in the chat. Caesar. I do know that Caesar and Tim are close cause they were on lives together a lot over the last year. So, but is Veronica cool with him like that to be in the bed with him? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I need answers. Yeah. I need answers. I want to know, like, I, I hate that they brought it up and then didn't finish the story because that, that's some tea that everybody wants to know. So apparently people don't know what's up with Danielle. So y'all didn't know who she's no, with? No, you can't say it. You can't say it. Oh, I can't say it? No, we're sworn to secrecy on that one. Oh, we can't say. I'm sorry, guys. I thought everybody knew. No, can't say that. Yeah. Well, y'all are going to find out eventually. Soon. Yeah, you'll find out. I didn't. I apologize. I thought people knew. No, I didn't realize. I, I, I was told that we can't say nothing. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So just pay close attention. Yes. Um, you'll see some stuff soon. And, and I think that'll help y'all. Yes. So, okay, so we got into some stuff with Danielle and Johan. We were kind of talking about it before. And she was telling us about his, like, string of women. Like, he has, like, multiple women. He actually posted him on this page, a swanky-panky page. And she was asking if other women were dating him, it, more or less. And she did get people... Um, Oh, people are typing in names of, of guesses. I was like, what's happening in the chat? No, no, that's not right. Okay, so people were asking, she was asking people to reach out to her if they were dating her husband, and then she did get some people that reached out. But then she also had the idea of to go and follow every woman on his social media page to see what would happen. And then- She has control over his social media. He doesn't even know how to log in. So well, right. All she needed to do was just go through his DMs, right? Like, that yeah. would have been a more easier, streamlined way to get the answers that she was looking for. Right. So she claims that women were blocking him right away, and, and she found out that there were several different women. She can't prove that he was intimate with all of them, but he was inappropriate with all of them and accepting money from all of them. So I want to get your reaction because I know how you feel about Danielle. Is she full of shit or do you really believe it? She can't prove he was intimate with any of them, period. So I think that, okay, I wanted to say that he probably did cheat on her or whatever. And I said that, but. So wait, do you think it was with the woman that reached out to her? No? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. He if he did cheat on her, I think it was with that woman originally. Okay. But then last night she said, she said two things that were off. She said, this woman 
was having sex with him mm -hmm. up to a month before they got married. Right. So originally she was saying that he brought this woman to the house and they were having sex in her bed and all of that stuff. Yeah. This is not, not saying that they, that it's okay because they were still in a relationship. They were still yeah. engaged or whatever, but this didn't happen after they got married. Like she made it sound. So what I'm picking up is, yeah, he was, had his girlfriend sending him money or whatever, but, and maybe in exchange for pictures or this or that, not, not saying that that's okay, but it's way less dramatic than what she made it seem. Also, he's this horrible, terrible person and she doesn't care if she ever sees him again, but had dinner with his family two weeks ago because she wanted to make sure he was okay and make sure if he needed anything. Yeah, that completely. So if you're literally so sick of this guy using you for money and cheating on you and blah, 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 why do you give a shit if he needs anything? If, if well, well, yeah, I, I was confused at why she would go and eat. Because you could go there and see his mom and sister and not see him. She said yep. they ate together. Yep. And, and I don't know, like, if I... Said, she literally said, making sure he didn't need anything. All right, why would you care? Like, if I cheated, if I was married and I cheated on my wife, I would be scared yeah. to go to anywhere where she is. I definitely wouldn't eat anywhere where she is. I think yeah. she'd kill me. Like, I would be terrified. So she don't she don't hate him as much as she says she hates him. Because right. she was sitting in the same room with him. They were getting along. And she literally said everything was fine. They weren't even arguing. Yeah. So the, the, wait, maybe she's working with Lydia and the scam is to get to America. I mean, I, I know for a fact that Johan wants to get to america that He's is never, never hidden it never hidden it that was his agenda that is what he wanted and he also believes that marrying an american woman should have his perks so how do you feel about the perks because he's like well if i'm married to an american woman i should i should be treated a certain way i should be given certain things do you think that that's a cultural thing do you think in in the dominican republic that's how the men look at the american women that come to these resorts do you think it's not yeah. johan that's just what they expect well he was talking to his friend about his other friend who got the American woman that gives him everything. His other friend seems to think that. So I'm guessing it's a cultural thing, but also she came in promising this, 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 and this, and then changes the words around to, I never said you would have a car and you would have a house and you would have an apartment or you would come to America. I said, we, so it was together stop you still didn't give him all the shit you said you were going she, yeah to. she lied she she got him to marry her under marry her under the pretense she was gonna bring him to the u.s yeah. that's why he married her and i think johan is pretty clear that the expectation was what she told him so i was gonna say i think that his sworn denial like, how do you feel about that? Like, he's like, I never sent pics. I never talked to women. I was never, he denies everything. He, he did say, I thought he said he sent the, he did send the, the one dick pic. Oh, but I thought he said not while we were together or not while yeah. we were. Yeah, so that was before they got married. Well, no, I thought, but while not while we were together meant like, I don't know, in my opinion, if it says I did it, but not while we were together, even like if you were dating engaged marriage, I, that means you just didn't do it. Well, it's just like Justin Igor, he said, you know, blah, I did this, 
before I put the ring on it. So in these guys' mind, they're thinking once the ring is on, that's when you're in a relationship, which is wrong, obviously. Yeah, I mean, maybe not to them, though, because I guess relationships are different in, in different parts of the world. Yeah. So, because let's look at, like, Lydia. Somebody's brought up Lydia. Lydia was having kids with a married man. Yeah. And that was totally fine. She yeah. didn't see anything wrong. So relationships are viewed very differently in, in different parts of the world. So it could have been that that's exactly how it was totally acceptable Yeah. in their eyes. So we have to remember we don't live in those countries. We don't, we don't know their culture. We don't know what they expect. Their expectations right. could be very different. So I don't know. I think that Johan's denial of everything made me feel like he was guilty of some of it because i've never heard a relationship or marriage end where one person did everything wrong and the other person was an angel there's always some some behavior on both ends so when johan was like i was just perfect and you suck i was like that makes me feel like you did something because i've never met anyone who got divorced who said i was the only problem they were perfect there it's always a group effort divorce is a group effort. Both people work to make that divorce happen. It you, There's no such, and we saw it too on Chantel and Pedro's marriage. There were two people making that relationship not work. Chantel was nagging him and Pedro yeah. was sticking it into everybody, right? Yeah. So there's two people working at that. So I definitely think that Johan denying everything was, uh, it made me feel like he was guilty of something. I don't know what he's guilty of right? You know, or how many women or, it could have been just he had a, a string of women sending him money because Danielle made a point. She was like, everything that you ever talk about is money, 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 car, like it's it's material. But it's also, like, that's all Danielle ever talks about. I bought you this. I gave you that. I, if, you, yeah. if I did this, you wouldn't have anything. That's so. true. They are both. It's funny that they don't work out because they're they are very similar. Everything is... And then we find out that he had a job at a hotel as a gym instructor, and she was jealous and had him quit. Oh, yeah, yeah, We did hear that. Because she said, because that's how he met her. Yes. He was he was um, instructing the class, the fitness class, flirted with her, they got together. She didn't want the idea of him doing the exact same thing with other women, because she felt that, well, if you were flirting with me, you would flirt with those women. So how do you feel about her demanding him to quit his job? Is that fair? No. And then, de- but demanding him to quit a good job and then also demanding him to help you pay bills. Yeah. And then you throw shit in his face every time you do something for him. Yeah. It, always said it. Don't ever, ever, ever do anything for me if you're going to throw it in my face. Because I will do shit for you all day long and never bring it up again. She also said that Johan picked the apartment complex that they moved in. And I want to say that that's not true because I remember when they were looking at apartments, all he kept saying over and over was, this is nice, but I can't afford to help you with it. You remember that? Every time she would take him somewhere, I think the first one they went to look at was $3,000 a month, if I'm not mistaken. And he was like, I like it, but I can't help with this. This is beyond any type of means that I've ever had. And then the next apartment, I want to say he said the same thing. He was like, if this is the type of lifestyle that you want, I can't help you have this lifestyle. He kept telling her that over and over. So when she's like, you picked the apartment complex because that's where you bring your whores. And I'm like, how did you afford to bring them there? He can't even afford to live there with you. Yeah. And if that was really true, she would have known that going in and she wouldn't say, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's move in here. Not a chance. 
that's Riley says it's like meeting your girl while at the strip club, then telling her to quit, then complain she's not contributing. That is a hundred percent accurate. Exactly. That is the best metaphor because yeah. she met him lustfully at the at his job, loved what she saw, wanted it, and then she's like, Well, don't go back to work. You should stay yeah. home and then not cheat on me. Oh my god, that's so perfect. And that and now so she's complaining that he can't contribute after she forced him to quit the job. Yes. And it's like, what do you really want? It's true, Riley, men do it all the time. Men, see, there was a, a movie that I was watching, I can't remember what movie, where the guy, he met her at the strip club and then he wanted her to stop stripping and then go get like a nine to five job. Yep. And I was like, a woman who makes five, six, seven hundred dollars a night stripping is not gonna go and answer phone somewhere at a call center. Yeah. Like, so if you decided that you wanted to meet her at a strip club, you wanted to bring her home and make her a housewife, then to either take care of her or let her live her life. Yeah. Like you can't have the best of both worlds. Cause it's like, and we see this a lot with like a lot of um, different religions, like especially Muslim men, they want women who have no interest in following their traditional Muslim values. They right. want a woman with a BBL, who dresses really sexy, and then they want to take her out of her element and then try to put a, a hijab on her head yep. and tell her how to live. And I'm like, no, you need to either accept her for who she is because that's what attracted you to her. She exactly. was being herself in her own element, but then you want to tell her, oh, well, you can't do that because it's against religion. If it was against religion, you shouldn't have been in the strip club looking at her in the first place. Exactly. Right? Like, why were you even there? If what she's doing is wrong, why were you there? Yeah, I completely agree. Oh. Also, she said he cheated with six different women, and then she changed it to 50 to 60. And she said, no lie. But then she also said, I can't prove he was intimate with any of them. Exactly. I mean, and I... She felt like she got redemption. She said that last night on the live. I, I think like that he was talking to multiple women because he wanted multiple streams of income. Absolutely. And I feel like Johan is... He's a kept man. He wants to be taken care of. Yep. And he wasn't getting taken care of by Danielle. Yep. So I'm not saying that he's wrong. He's, I mean, he's right for yeah. stepping out on a marriage. You should never do that. But I think that that marriage, you know how you sign a contract, but then the contract was voided because somebody violated something. I feel like the marriage contract was violated when she lied to him. Yeah. I feel like after she lied to him, and deceived him into signing the paperwork and marrying her, I feel like he should have been able to get it annulled because the whole marriage was based on a lie. Yes. And it's like, I don't ever want to condone his behavior because nobody, regardless of who you are, I even said this about Lydia, no one deserves to be used, cheated on, or lied to, or deceived. I don't care who you are. You don't deserve it. I feel like he cheated on her because he couldn't get her to leave any other way if he cheated. So do you think that he started treating her really bad because people were saying this last night. He started treating her really, really bad because he just wanted her to be gone out of his life. Yeah, and she and wouldn't let I feel and that way too. I, doing it. I feel that the only way that he could rid her from his life was he had to start turning into the person that we saw. Yeah. The way yeah. that he was treating her and demanding money and demanding things. He's like, I just want to be free of her and he didn't know how to do it. She was invading his country, basically. He, yeah. he didn't know how to move on because she he couldn't move on from her because she was everywhere that he yeah. was. She was in his territory, in his neighborhood, li living his lifestyle. And he didn't know how to, because she wouldn't just give him a divorce. 
she was yep. asking for half the rent. She was asking for he. I feel like he really did switch the way he was treating her because she kept saying, "Oh, we had really good times, and he used to treat me really good, and he was we had a good connection." And I was like, "When? Yeah, when? I don't remember any of that." I was like, "Obviously, the cameras aren't always there," but I was like, "He's always seemed miserable." And right? she like, and she said last night. She said, "Our day to day life was great." So what, you only fought for the cameras? You're only making up right. bullshit for the cameras? Like, none of that is true. Your day-to-day -day life was garbage, or you would still be together. She was going on live all summer long telling us how shitty this man was. Yep. So her sitting at this tell-all saying that their day-to-day -day life was amazing is a complete lie. Yep. All this summer, she would go on live every night saying that he was a liar. He was a manipulator. He was a thief. He was a scammer. That's all she did all summer long. Right. Yep. I want to say she even called accused him of being abusive, right? At some point, <laughs> like there was all these, and then she's got to sit here in this tell-all in the chair and say, "We were really happy." Yeah. And I was like, "Well, that's that's not what you would the picture you were trying to paint for us literally the entire summer. Yep. You were trying to tell us that this man was doing all types of stuff to you." Yep. Yeah, it's terrible. So All because, I think she cheated because your pool floaties were moved. So come on. Right. The pool. Don't even get me started. Okay. So TJ and Kimberly were on this one and Kimberly said that she handled herself very well while she was in India. That was what Sean and other people asked her. Like, do you feel like you need to apologize for any of your behavior or whatever? And she's like, I think I handled myself very well. And I was like, it brought me back to the, the analogy where somebody said i think i'm crazy and then the doctor said oh well, you're not crazy because crazy people don't think they're crazy they think everyone else is crazy so i was like kimberly would fall into the category of crazy because she doesn't think she's doing anything wrong everybody on the outside can see that she's doing everything wrong but kimberly is looking at us like we're all whack jobs and she's supposed to be able to talk to people any type of way and call people the C word or whatever and not have any remorse or regret. So I was like, definitely she fits into that category of just a whack job because her actions are never wrong. And you can, you can do anything. And I'm a person, I make mistakes. I've said and done things that I have looked back on and said, I probably shouldn't have did that. I probably shouldn't have said that. But in her mind, she's never had that where she has to look back and apologize. I don't think she's probably ever apologized to anyone in right. her whole life, right? Like, I really and don't see how- also, She also said she didn't feel like she ever disrespected the family in any way. Yeah, she did, she did. She said that she respected them. She was respectful of their culture. And that's how I knew the screws are gone. They're not loose, they're gone. Cause I was like, even if you would just watch back the footage that they played, you would yep. see that you were disrespectful to, especially to Yash, but the whole family. Yep. But I was like, you basically cussed Yash out on three different occasions. Yeah. Like, how are you being respectful for any, and I'm not saying that Yash was, was perfect either, but yep. you know, they, the, the conversations that she had with his family and the way that she treated his family is just crazy. The fact that she doesn't think she offers, needs to offer an apology to anybody. Right. I would, I would be like, you offer, you should offer an apology to your parents because they have to watch this and see the way that you're acting. Yeah. Like, I feel like her mom and dad should get an apology for the way that she acts on TV because they're going to be linked back to this girl 
Because yeah. people are going to be like, well, who you raised her to act like that? You know, they should get right. an apology too. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have a lot, go a lot going on for TJ and Kim this week. No, no, I felt like... Face, facial expressions said so much. Well, the one thing I wanted to mention, Yash said that they, the family is embracing her now, which was a little surprising to me because I think my tweet, my tweet was like, how are they embracing Kimberly and how did no one choose violence? So I was just wondering, right. how are they fine with her now without any violence? Because I don't know, like, if you talk to me that way or you treat me that way, somebody's going to choose violence at some point. Yep. You know, like, I can't, yep. I can't, I can't say that I'm just gonna, like, let's just have a kumbaya and hug. No, right. somebody's going to choose violence. It's probably going to be me. Like, I'm just going to be honest. Yep. Oh, so I want to talk about Holly and, and Wayne, too. I think that's, because, yeah, we didn't get no um, Brandon and Mary. So, yeah, Holly and Wayne haven't spoken for, what, was, what did they say, three or four months? Two to three weeks. They no, two to three weeks. Oh, shit, I'm breaking them up. Two to three weeks. Well, she hasn't been back in five months. That's where it is. That's where it is. Yeah, so she left, and she hasn't been back in five months. But we did find out that Holly was using her credit card to help Wayne's business. And in order for, well, she can't work in South Africa yet. So in order for her to, to work to pay that off, she says her main reason to go back to America, which is a lie, because we know yeah. her main reason to go back was she freaking hated it there. Yeah. But she's using the excuse that she needed to go back and work to help pay off the credit cards. And she's basically saying that Wayne isn't emotionally there for her and supportive of her. So I want to get your opinion on the fact that Wayne is not there for her emotional needs. Do you agree with that statement? No. Because she no. said that she was depressed and he was never there to make her feel better, basically. That's bullshit. He was busy working. I mean, I feel like he was out working, trying to bring in the money. And as soon as he got home, all she did was bitch about how unhappy she was. I bought a mermaid tail because it makes me happy. And now I'm sad again. And I hate it here. And you should go to America. And as soon as you say anything, I'm going to take off running in the dark. <laughs> in the super yeah. dangerous place. I mean, I felt that her going back to, well, that Sean asked her this question. She was like, do you have any plans to go back to South Africa? And she said, no. Yeah. And then Wayne was saying he had no plans of going to America. So I was like, so you guys have to make a decision at this point. Are you together or are you not? And right. I feel like for a married couple, three weeks of not talking, you're not together. Right. I don't know very many people. I mean, even if you're in a serious relationship, two days tops should yep. go by that you don't talk to each other. So the right. fact that they were able to block each other out of their lives for three months shows me that, or three weeks, why do I want to break them up so bad? For three weeks that they've, they've accepted the fact that they're not going to be together. They've yeah. mentally had a divorce, right? Like, that's my opinion. I agree. There's no chance that a married couple who loves each other, I don't care long distance or not, because I know people who are in long distance relationships. Okay, let's... Brandon and Mary, they're in long distance relationships. They were on FaceTime 24 hours a day, right? Yeah. They were sleeping on FaceTime, going to the bathroom on FaceTime. So I don't, if you love each other, you're going to pick up that phone and you're going to have that, that communication. So the fact that they were able to live separate lives, I don't care if it's just for three weeks. If you can live your life without someone, you're probably not in love with them. 
Right. Because I feel like if you really love someone, you can't picture your life without that person in it. Absolutely. Even if it's just digitally. Yep. There's no chance that you can go three weeks without talking to that person. Like it's love is I always call love an, is an obsession. Love is an obsession. You're obsessed with that person. You're obsessed with their presence. You're obsessed with talking to them and, and telling them about your day. Like, I can't imagine being in love and not making a phone call at the end of the day telling them what I did that day. Yeah. Right? Like, that's crazy to me. Riley thinks it's banoodles. <laughs> banoodles. I love this word. Banoodles. I'm tagging that. I'm, hold on. Yeah. That's it good. is, though. It's banoodles. I think that Wayne and Holly have never had a fighting chance at a relationship because I think Holly went in there with no interest or or want to live there. Because he was like, I just want you to give it a chance. And I don't think she was willing to give it a chance. I think that yeah. she was willing to go over there and say, I did it so yep. she could leave. Like, you know how you buy a round trip ticket? I feel like when Holly bought her ticket to South Africa, it was a round trip ticket. Yes. She just didn't tell Wayne it was a round trip ticket. So she just had to pick a fight around the time for her return flight. There exactly. was no chance. You know who else did that? Um, Biniam and, and, and um, Ariella. Ariella yeah. went over to Ethiopia and there was no chance. She There was no chance in hell she was going to stay there. I remember, do you remember her hotel, her hospital tour? She yeah. went to the hospital and she's like, I can't have a baby here. Everything here is disgusting. She every she literally went in with Holly's attitude. No matter what she saw or encountered, it was never going to be good enough for her to the point where she went and filed the K-1 visa for Binium without him knowing. Yeah. She had right. a plan all along that they were going to go back to Princeton, well, Vegas, wherever they went back to. And it, it was never an option. And I think that's what Holly did. She went over there to say, I gave it the old college try. And now, you know, now you got to come back to America with me. And I feel like that's not fair. She should have been honest with him from the start. Like, hey, I love you, but I have no, I, I'm never going to commit to living in South Africa. That's what she should have told him. Right. Like, so if you want to marry me, you want to be with me, you have to commit to coming to America. And, and but, the fact that she didn't do that shows that she's crazy. She's evil, right? But Ari's parents were, her dad was a doctor. Her mom was a nurse. So... Yes, her, her medical standards were high. I wouldn't have wanted to have a baby there either. What was Holly comparing this shit to? She just instantly went over there and didn't like it, even though she'd been there before. Well, okay, so Portuguese Princess says, as Riley mentioned, South Africa is dangerous. Right. She kept saying, I didn't feel safe. Did you hear her say, it wasn't, um, it wasn't really focused on, but she said we had three home invasions while they were going back and forth. Woo. What? Like, why wasn't that focused on? Because I'm like, can you explain to me if that's true? Three different home invasions? Because she kept saying, I don't feel safe. It's not safe there. Um, and she said she on her live. Work. She doesn't work and she doesn't go anywhere. So those home invasions happened while she was home, supposedly. Yeah. So if, okay, so let's be realistic. If somebody did a home invasion, came into my home and robbed me while I was home, I probably would pack up my shit and leave. Well, and if it I happened mean, three times, I might leave the country, okay? Like, I'm just going to be real. Yeah. But I, the, the fact that she said that and it wasn't addressed was really interesting to me. Yeah. Because, because I feel like, well, right. I feel like she says a lot of BS. And I just, I don't know. I, I don't want to discredit her.
because if that did happen, that's horrible and nobody should go through that. But I just feel like we didn't hear anything about that on her lives. We didn't hear anything yeah. about that. Like that would be something that I would mention. Absolutely. Right? Like, cause they're like, oh, you're back in the US. Why? Like, oh, somebody broke into my house and robbed me. That's right. why, like, that would be something that I would mention to somebody. You bet. So yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're basically done at this point. It's okay. been three weeks with no communication. She has no interest in going back to South Africa, which we knew. She knew we knew that before she got there. Somebody was comparing them to Tiffany and Ronald. I think you um you compared that made that comparison too earlier in the season, didn't you? Yeah. Because Tiffany hated South Africa. Yep. And I do remember when she was looking at their apartments, they the the realtor was like, Well, if you scream really loud, somebody will call the police. Remember, she was like, Well, how safe is the area? And the and you know, I don't know how much of that was productions doing. Right. Like, I, I've never heard anyone trying to get me to to buy something, say something stupid like that. Yeah. Right. So I don't know how how honest that was, but I do know that she did also have a lot of the similar um concerns about but that's exactly what i said when the season started that it was a tiffany and ronald situation when they showed his house i said his house is nicer than ronald's and it's in a safer place than ronald's so it might work but here we are with oh nurse said it i don't think it was their home but it was in the same complex that they live in Oh, so it it wasn't a wow. Well, see, when she said it, she said we had three home invasions. Yeah, I mean, unless she means like we, as in our complex, but they don't live in a complex. Um, no. they live in a house. Yeah, and he has an in ground pool, guys. Yeah, like because I was like, wait, Wayne don't have no money. He has an in ground pool, not the Walmart, right. not the Walmart. This is an in ground. So I don't know. I, I and didn't he say that there was like a, a gate around the property? There was like electric electric fence. There was a and lot of a whole ass system that sprays mace or pepper spray. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, we equals neighborhood. Okay, I see. I see what you're saying. So, I mean, having a home invasion in my neighborhood would still be scary. Yeah, like, I'm but... not gonna sit here and pretend like I would be fine with somewhere around my house having a home. I'm not gonna pretend like that I would be fine with that either. Right. We speak that way in my HOA. Oh. Okay, but I'm in an HOA too. I precautions, right? Well, I yeah, mean, like for you instance, can order security cameras like freaking crazy. I well, have security cameras all over the outside of my house. Oh yeah, I have I have like around my entire property over ten cameras. Yeah. Um, and I live in an, an HOA. You know, like, I, but I don't trust anybody. Yeah. You know, I have cameras everywhere. I have um locks i have fingerprint locks i have digital things so i can like if i hear something i can lock a door with my phone i can you know i have all of that security systems and you know i don't know of anything that's happened in this area that's just how i'm a paranoid person i, right. I grew up um in the ghettos of louisiana so i've seen things you know yeah. like i've seen things so i don't i don't take anything for granted i know that i could that people will argue that i live in a decent area i don't care Crime yeah. knows no neighborhood, okay? Like, they, it doesn't matter where you are. If it's going right. to happen, it will happen. Yeah. I don't know. I can't wait for next week when it's over. Yeah. So are you done? Are you done, like, with this season? Like, do you feel like there's anything else that you want to hear? Because I know Brandon and Mary is what they're holding off on for us next I, week. We'll hear the bullshit about Brandon and Mary, but 
Danielle and Johan is literally beating a dead horse. I feel like Julio got his redemption. We found out that Kirsten isn't this angel. I feel like Kenny yeah. and Armando are pretty much the same old story, still buried in love. We kind of saw where the ending was going. The only twist with them was this Tim and Kenny question. Yeah. So that was newish. But I think my biggest question of the whole season now is who the menage a trois were with. <laughs> Me too. That's what I like. If they know. were going to bring it up, I need names and I need yeah. like dates. I need information. So yeah. if anybody has those information, that information, and you want to give it to me, thank you. I appreciate it in advance. Wait, the other way is three. Yeah, there's another tell-all to go. Yes, Riley. Oh, this Riley. One was, this one was 711 episodes long. I think we're going to be at 25 episodes before it's over, right? 25? Yeah. yeah, we were just at 24. Yeah, so the other way has one more to go. I was telling someone the other day, I was like, this is good for the people for this season because they get paid per episode. So can you imagine you're getting paid for 25 episodes, right? Like, because yeah, most seasons... In it, like... Well, yeah, you have to be in it. You're right. You have to be in each one. You're right. You're right. Yeah, so I don't so, think so. Julio didn't get 25 payments Poor because Julio he was... only got $500. Right, because he was only in, like, five episodes. Oh, yeah. and then Sam, Sam and Sister, they joined really late. They're not going to get as many checks as everybody else. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I know, Riley, it's crazy. This is the longest season in history. Yep. of 90 day fiance of any any show all right so we got a little time left i want to talk about the last episode the series finale of the family Chantel. it wasn't a lot so i don't think we need to stop the live and start over i feel like we can cover yeah. it because yeah. karen and thomas decided that since the the voodoo um box was sent they were spooked which was interesting because nothing really scared karen before this scare she wouldn't get on a plane and go to the dr she said that you know, she couldn't be a part of the devil's witchcraft, basically. She right. just said, I can't. She she tried to talk um, Chantel out of going, but Chantel really wanted to go and, and get her closure. And River decided to hop on the plane with her, and they flew out. Winter was nowhere to be found in this episode. Winter, where were you? Yeah. Winter was nowhere to be found. So River and Chantel made a quick 12-hour hop um, back and forth to the DR, and... They confronted Pedro, Nicole, and Lydia. And how do you feel about the meeting? Because I felt like it was a lot of dramatics inserted, like the, the sage, the cross, the power of Christ. Like, I felt like it was a lot of like- the holy water. Right, like I felt like it was very, they made a joke out of it. Is yeah. that how you felt? Yeah. I did but too, I felt like they made a joke. I'm sorry, but I feel like she didn't get any closure out of it at all. She went, in hopes that Pedro was going to admit to cheating on her. He Which did not. He said he really loved her. She stormed off. The The best part of the series finale, I've been waiting for it through the whole thing, was when she bashed Nicole for her braces that she's had for 43 years. <laughs> that was the best. That was well. the best yeah, Riley, this was the scene where they were sitting at the restaurant and Chantel walked away. Yeah, Chantel, well, Nicole was wearing a mask because, I don't know, something to do with her braces. And she was like, it has to be something with her braces because she's had them for her whole life. Like, the whole time I've known her and her teeth are still crooked. Like, she was just going off. And I was like, it's fun to watch Chantel go off because she's so cool and collected. 
and intelligent and mature. So it was nice to watch her just yell at people. Because sometimes yeah. that is very therapeutic to just let your emotions out and tell people that hurt you how you feel. And I was yeah. like, yeah, Riley, her braces, she's <laughs> she's had those braces for like eight years. Literally. Right? Like, how crooked do your teeth? You know what? That's not nice. We're not going to get into that. But And then she said they're all separated now. Yeah, so she said. Four braces for 100 years and then your teeth just separate when they yeah, come off? Yeah, there's like this much room between every tooth. Yeah, that's not how that works. No, who put them in her mouth? That is not how it works at all. I was. I'm telling you, she got her braces on Wish. I said that from the beginning. That that's probably accurate, and yeah. it was probably like Invisalign, but like the Wish version of it. Yeah. So it screwed up her whole mouth. Yep. But yeah, this this episode, I felt like I don't know how they stretched it out into a whole hour. <laughs> Riley said he's in tears and it's your fault, Kara. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I got you. So this this whole episode, it was an hour long, but at the end of the episode, they showed a time lapse of their relationship. Like going back to like when they first met, got off the plane, when they got engaged and they got married. And I can't, I gotta say this. I was very convinced watching those clips they really loved each other. And I'm not questioning yeah. Chantel. I think Chantel really did love him. If Pedro never loved her, I'm just going to put it out there, he acted really, really convincing. When yeah. we were watching the early scenes, because, you know, we've been watching them for seven years. Can you believe yeah. that? Yeah. Seven years. And we were watching the early scenes. Also, Chantel looks so different, right? So different. I was like... Does she have work done? Because she looked really different from beginning to now. So yeah. that was like my first question too. But yeah, I was really convinced that Pedro loved Chantel based on that time lapse. It was like the last three minutes of the episode. I don't know if y'all all saw it, but it was a very convincing. So I get how she fell for she fell for it. I mean, yeah. her family saw through it. You know, her family saw through it. But somebody also put on Twitter last night. They said that if the families wouldn't have gotten involved, they think that their relationship would have worked out. I wanted to get your opinion on that statement. Do you feel like the families are the reason why they, they couldn't make it work? A hundred percent. So you believe if the families would have stayed the hell out of their relationship, they probably still would be married. I firmly believe that Pedro started with a scam and accidentally fell in love with her. And so, then, so you think he really did love her at one point? I do. I see. I agree with you one hundred percent. Only he, after I saw that video, those time lapse clips last night. I think he accidentally fell in love with her. I I think he went into it trying not to, but I think he did. And, and I think Karen was too much. And I think Lydia was Lydia and Nicole. They're they're just the devil. But do you think that since that wasn't part of the plan and he wasn't supposed to fall in love, do you think Lydia and Nicole pushed for him to end the marriage regardless? Absolutely. Because I think they kept inserting themselves to be a problem, to, to just keep adding drama, adding fights, adding all of that. Yeah, I mean, when I was looking at those clips, like it really, it really got to me, like watching yeah. them, the way that they were interacting with each other and, and they just looked happy. Like, you know how we're watching, like, Clayton and Anna Lee, and you can't convince me that they're in love? Like, right. I didn't feel like that watching those scenes. And it's yeah. been so long, like, seven years. We're going back seven years watching the way that they interacted. 
and then watching how the family and then they, they went into the fight in the living room and then how the families just kept inserting themselves like you said in all of their their issues that they brought in and i was like i kind of agree with the statement that someone said on twitter i feel like if their families would have lived in another country right yeah. and they could have just lived together and and been in a relationship and not have all this outside input i feel like whatever issues that they really had they could have worked it out if they were given yeah. that opportunity but miss karen and lydia and nicole they were just so strong of an influence on yeah. everybody involved like even yeah. in the divorce miss karen was like you should have took him to court don't give him the money like even in, in in the end she was still trying to control everything yeah absolutely i think it started as a scam he accidentally fell in love with her karen believed it was a scam from the start wanted to continuously remind Chantel that he didn't love her. Then Lydia wanted to jump in and remind him that this is a scam all along. You're getting way too invested, blah, blah, blah. Now you got money. Now it's time to split. And then Pedro discovered that he could sleep with anything with two legs and a heartbeat. And he did. Yeah. Oh, he also denied sleeping with Karima. Yeah. He's so full of shit there. He, him and, um, Johan, they just denied everything. Yeah. And it's like, bro, we know that you were sleeping with, well, we know for a fact he was sleeping with his boss, right? Yeah. Like, we, oh, yeah. we know this. Yeah. And it's yeah. the way that him and Karima were dancing in, in that scene, oh shit, five years ago. Yeah, it, and it's, then we were dating in high school. Well, yeah, Obed said that they were dating in high school and they were very close after that. And the tension between them, whenever they were together or she was talking to him, there was tension. Yeah. And it's like, if there was nothing ever there, why is there always that tension between them? Like when they were, t and even um, Chantel says, she was like, I always had a weird feeling about this girl. Yeah. Like, I always felt like there was something more there. She always looked at you a certain type of way. You looked at her a certain type of way. You never wanted to tell me what was really going on. And I feel like she finally got the truth. Like that guy, Obed, I, it's funny because Obed was like, I've been telling you this all along. You right. just didn't, you didn't want to hear it. You were wearing your blinders, your glasses. This is just how you felt. But when she really did get the, the insight of what was going on in the marriage, I think it really destroyed her. Right. And I feel like watching that scene where she was trying to get him to admit to what she did, it was kind of sad for me because she really was looking for closure and they, they're, they're emotionless people. They have no emotion. They have no remorse. They're just cold. They could care less that she was crying. They could care less that she was, they just didn't care. Cause yeah. it was just like, if you want to believe I didn't love you, then I didn't love you. you yeah. know, just cold, just nasty. Cause he's like, I wasn't the perfect husband. And then his half-ass apology, he's like, I wasn't the best husband, but you know, I didn't yeah. love you. Like, that's what you have to say after all this. That's what you have to say after she kind of scooped you up from the DR and gave you the, a life that literally people dream of. Right. That's all you have to say. Like you don't, you don't actually want to apologize. This box of fake voodoo bullshit. I would never fly to another country to get closure. And my closure lasts three and a half minutes and end with me crying. I would have beat his mom's ass. I would have beat Nicole's ass. I would have spit in his face and then I would have been done. See, I agree. Closure, I, I don't think you need closure. I don't, I don't know the best way to, I don't know the best way to phrase this. 
Yeah. So look who's back oh, on social media. There you are. What's up? What's up, guys? So where are you been? Just got home from work. Oh, okay. Because you yeah. disappeared for like a while. No, I just took a break. I, you know, I got to focus on work and life and everything outside of TLC and the show and everything like that. So priorities. TLC doesn't pay my bills. True. I like I like that. Priorities are very important. Yeah, and I a lot of people. New computer system, new charting system, new hospital, uh, getting around Staten Island, getting to New York a lot. So for a guy that had a stroke a year and a half ago, it takes me a little bit. To, and then the other stuff just gets overwhelming for me. Sure. I understand that. How's the job going? Do you love Good. it? Good. No. Oh, I've been a respiratory therapist 28 years. I can do it in my sleep. But the hard part that people don't realize is after you have a stroke, like, this is really like my first real gig that I was getting back into because I was busy doing the shows. I was dealing with the bankruptcy and all this other crap. So for me, it's like riding a bike, but certain things are hard for me you know it takes me a little longer and repetition remember things door codes things like that picks us access pulling meds there's many things that it's like sometimes a little overwhelming for me so i had to take a break right i understand that well we're glad that you're back you know when i saw you were gone i did reach out i was i was wondering yeah i appreciate it man i really appreciate it i just wanted you guys to know that you know yeah. I yeah. guys um, i was contacted by another network too Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll never know. We'll see. We'll see. Be so we might we might be seeing you somewhere else. Right? I, I was like, wow. I was got blindsided by that, but I had to find out what my where my contract is with TLC and what they plan on doing with me. But they don't want to do anything with me. We never know. You might see me something else. That's All good. Right. I guess I, it's great. I guess it's great to be a villain, you know. I did. I was just gonna say, George. I did get all caught up on House of Villains. You're right. I love it. You never. Oh, it. it's it's so good. That's well, you know what, Scott. You would I Scott. You would be perfect for that show. I, I can't say anything. I just was contacted that they see me as the you know they they love my image. I was like, all right, well, if you want to pay me the money to be a real villain or a grand prize to win a lot of money to be a villain, I can do that. Yeah, I think stop, you stop talking about it just in case. I don't want anything oh, to be. I'm not, saying, I'm not, I'm not saying what show. I'm not saying what network. I'm still under contract with TLC. So okay. like I say, I was contacted by another network and I was surprised because I was working in the hospital. I get this call. I'm like, oh, who's this? Or like, so I was like, I thought it was like a gag. Like, somebody's messing with me i was like oh I, I was like feeling love like wow this is great i love it that's awesome yeah, you i deserve it. it wait wait you gotta say hi to my friend here come here come up say hi you gotta say hi come on up, up, up. come on you gotta say hi there you, doing, Remember, Alex? you gotta say she was on she was in love in paradise another cast oh. you gotta say hi to hi her hi ali uh, I gotta take it for I gotta take it for a walk, guys. But hey, I pre I appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, always saying great things, and, and I mean, I know you don't. We don't really align with everything um, from the show, but you know, I own what's put out there, and we'll just leave it there. You know. Of course, of course, we appreciate you. I'm glad to see you back. But again, your mental health is way more important than anything going on on this social media. But I'm glad to see you back. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Love you guys. Be yeah. good. All right. Bye. Bye. And Scott's gone. Okay, so 
Any last words? Because this is our last time talking about the family, Chantel. Anything we want to say before we end it? Because legit, it's over after five well, seasons. This is our last time of talking about the family, Chantel. But we'll be seeing Chantel in a couple of weeks. So that's exciting. Yeah. And I want to see this side of her. You know, yeah. I love to see her because like even what she said on the one episode a couple weeks ago, she's like, she hasn't dated in a decade. Yeah. So it's going to be fun to watch her adjust back into the world of finding love, you know, and she right. deserves to find somebody that actually loves her, that actually wants to be with her and appreciate her and, and treat her the way she deserves to be treated. So I'm excited so to see that. Celebrate that we don't ever have to see Pedro or Lydia again. Or Nicole. That's amazing. I won't say anything. But do not do not tell me. I have to see this shit again. I won't say anything at all. I'll leave it I'll leave it blank. I I I might have heard something, but it was just a it's a rumor right now. It's a That's rumor so far I, right now. I don't ever want to see that family again. I can't guarantee that that's the case. That's based on what I've heard, but rumors can just be rumors at times. So I do, I agree with you. I really do hope that that was it, but yeah. they're huge in this, in, in this franchise. And I mean, I'll watch whoever <laughs> from the family Chantel. I just don't ever want to see Lydia and Nicole again. I agree. I agree. They, they've brought a lot of, evilness evil yep. negativity to it you know and like they like you said house of villains is a big show and people like villains so i'll leave i'll just say that people like villains so yeah. if you see a villain pop up again in the future i didn't i had nothing to do with it you know i, yeah. it. I do I, love that show though house i'll miss i'll miss miss karen i always felt like miss karen was one of the funniest people on that show and it's, it's just weird like We've um we've watched all these spinoffs and all these shows. We we rarely see them end. Cause Darcy yeah. and Stacy just recently ended. The family Chantel just ended. Like it's it's weird because we've been here since the beginning. So it's kind of strange when we watch them from start to finish, you know? Right. I mean, we'll see a lot of Miss Karen. Chantel's gonna be on the single life. There's no way Karen and everybody's not gonna be on there. I hope so. I hope so. All right, guys, thanks for joining. Um, this was a double feature, so we've been on here for like for a long time. But yeah. this was the other way. And um, the last the series finale, I don't know why it's hard for me to say the series finale of the family Chantel. So it's over. But like on, the, on January 1st, we will be seeing um, the single life premiere with all the all star cast and then Natalie. Y'all know how I feel about Natalie. So with the cast and then Natalie, she's in another category of people I just don't like. So yeah. make sure you're, you guys are um, tuned in for that. Um, Smothered and Thousand Pound um, Sisters premiere tonight. So if you guys didn't watch it, make sure you um, stream that on Max. Great shows, great shows. Um, we'll be back on Sunday for the last episode of The Other Way, Tell All Part 3 to talk about that. Oh wait, no, that's Monday. We'll be back on Sunday for the OG 90 Day Fiance, Monday on the other way. And then is there something new on Mondays now after the Chantel is over or? I don't know. We'll get back to y'all on that. If so, I'll put it out on my story. 
So if there yeah. is something new and we're going to cover it, I'll let you guys know. Um, and the medium sessions with Juliana Fisher, um, the new episode, episode two comes out this Friday. So there's a snippet on my story right now if you want to um, see it. But we're talking a lot about um, clairvoyancy and, and animals and how animals are the most clairvoyant and they have a lot of insight into the, the world of the dead. All right, guys. So everybody have a wonderful night. Um, we'll talk to you all really soon. And Didi will be back next week after her cruise. So Didi, if you're out in the ocean and you hear this, we love you and we hope you come back soon. Love you, Didi. Bye. All right. Bye.